Just this last weekend, I was a little bit upset that my assistant, my helper, was running a little bit late getting to the event that we were at to help tear everything down. Mainly because we were causing other people to wait who had already finished everything they were doing. They were literally just waiting on us. But I only had myself and one other assistant, and my third or my second assistant, my third person on my team, was expected to be there almost an hour before they actually arrived. I was very very frustrated with that. But when the people who are waiting for me to tear down heard me mention that we were going to have a long talk in me and this other assistant, they thought, well, you might be a bit of a bully. And I said, no, actually, this person I've been working together for all of his life. In fact, we've been doing this business together for more than half of his life because he's my son. To which one of them replied, oh, I could never work with my children in that capacity because my standard of excellence is so high, I would feel like I was pressuring everybody in the room by making my children perform to that same standard. And I said, I, I haven't had an issue with that, but I can certainly understand how that could be an issue. Now, what in the world does that have to do with leadership? Well, today I want to talk about the idea that many leaders will give up the ground that they hold, meaning they'll let go of their values. They'll, they'll not talk about things that might possibly offend somebody. They'll, they'll completely abandon positions they held 10 minutes ago if they think that somebody might be offended by it. Really, the result of that is they may not be bullying the person they thought might be offended, but instead being bullied to themselves. That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I don't know if you've ever been in that position where you feel like there's this, um, this burden welling up in you. You feel like these words are just right on the tip of your tongue. There's, there's something that you just have to say. Maybe it's an injustice that you've witnessed. Maybe it's a, a policy that you know the company holds and, and somebody's violating. And maybe it's a, an idea that just runs counter to everything you've ever lived and believed. And suddenly, you feel like it's going to erupt out of you like a volcano if you don't just say something about what you see. I mean, there's a, a, a certain city who has a trademark on the phrase, and so I don't want to say the whole thing, but if you see something, right? That idea of expressing your opinions, expressing your values, uh, speaking your mind, that has been a solid idea for as long as I can remember in America. In America. Now, I know it's not around the world. In fact, there are other cultures that, generally speaking, mums the word. If you have an opinion, that's your opinion, and it's like your socks. Keep them to yourself. Nobody else wants to know. Oh, they'll mumble behind your back. They'll grumble, and they'll dislike you, and they'll gossip and tell everybody in the world what their opinion of you is, but you will never hear it from them because that's not polite society. Now, frankly, I think that if you have an opinion and you're unwilling to share it with someone, that makes you two-faced. It's a lack of integrity. That's just my opinion. If you hold an opinion of me that you don't like me, you don't like my hair color, or the way it swoops to the right or swoops to the left, or you don't like my eyebrows, then tell me you don't like my eyebrows. 
I don't live and die on your opinion of my eyebrows. Now, if they're purple and pointing in two different directions, I might take some time to correct that. And I might even say thank you for sharing your opinion with me. I hadn't thought of it that way. But chances are, your opinion of my eyebrows means less to me than your opinion of my socks. Thank you for noticing that I have eyebrows. Thank you for noticing that I have socks. And that's pretty much the end of the conversation. But so many leaders today find themselves in that place where they're, they're walking on eggshells. They're, they're tiptoeing around everything. They're dancing on the feelings of others. And I say dancing in the way of not the, the fire, rainfall, volcanic eruption kind of dancing like you might do if you want to make it rain or if you want to squelch out a, a, a land fire, a grass fire. That, that's not the kind of dancing I'm talking about. I'm talking about the tiptoe around the edges of somebody else's feelings and opinions because, well, you don't want to offend somebody's feelings or opinions because, well, if, if they get their feelers hurt, they might just explode into some, you know, cancel culture reaction. Yes, that's a problem. See, here's the problem I think many leaders run into, and that is they don't realize that by not expressing their opinions, not sharing their ideas, not letting their core values and their principles be spoken out loud, they're the ones being bullied. Let that settle in your spirit for a minute. I want you to realize how many leaders today, oh, they have good, strong opinions. They've got great experience. They've got solid education. They have a good reason to think the way they think. They've invested a lot of time, life, failure, mistakes in coming to the conclusions that they hold. But because so many in society today can get their feelers hurt if I wear the wrong color shirt, I won't wear a shirt at all. I don't want to offend your sensibilities on my shirt color, so I simply won't wear a shirt. I, I don't want to offend your sensibilities about my opinion, so I simply won't share my opinion. That's a problem. Because my opinion, if my experience, if my education runs contrary to your feelings, then suddenly your feelings become the bully, and my education, my experience, my knowledge, my wisdom, my opinion, they mean nothing. You see the problem? Do you see the path that we're on if we continue this way? Now, I'm not saying that you should run around spousing your opinions, <clears throat> just spouting them out like a, an out-of-control fire hose. But I am saying that there are times and places where the opinion of the most experienced person in the room, it should matter. Where the opinion of the person who's kind of been down that road and done that before, it should matter. Where the experiences that you look at life through, well, they should matter. Oh, obviously, no one wants to be triggered. Nobody wants to be offended. Nobody wants to have their feelings hurt. Nobody wants to feel like their opinion doesn't matter at all. So we shouldn't be using our opinions to bully people on either side. We shouldn't be using our feelings as a bully to keep other people from expressing their opinions, and neither should we be using our opinions to bully other people into feeling uncomfortable. There's got to be a balance somewhere, right? Leaders ought to know that balance. Leaders should know that balance from their education, from the time that they've taken to study. Pick up a few good books. Learn about the way people interact with each other. 
And for heaven's sake, if you consider yourself an influencer, I don't care if it's TikTok or some other form of social media, or if you're just an influencer because you live in a community where everybody looks to you because of your name or because of your rank or your status in life or the car that you drive, if you're an influencer, grow up. If you're an influencer and someone says something you disagree with, you don't have to bully them because you disagree with them. If you think they're wrong, point out where you think they're wrong and then let them move on with their life and, hey, here's an idea, move on with your life. This cancel culture silliness is really all about how we control the speech and the ideas of others. If you don't like them, take away their insurance. If you don't like them, cancel their business. If you don't like them, talk negatively about them until everybody else hates them along with you. That, my friends, is another form of bullying, and it really needs to stop. There's no good place for that in leadership. If you're the kind of leader who can only maintain and grow their influence by trash-talking other people, you're not a very good leader. You're not a very good influencer. And if you feel like the only need for you to have influence is to trash talk other people or bully their opinions or silence their opinions, then there's genuinely something wrong with you. Probably something wrong with your ego and your self-esteem, which are directly tied together. That, that's a problem. If on the other hand, you're a leader who says, I want to cautiously and respectfully share my opinions. I have strong opinions, I have strong ideas, I have strong principles, and I have strong values, and I work every day to strengthen them. Yes, I do. I work every day to strengthen my opinions and my values. Why? Because I know they're the foundation of my life. Every decision that I make is based on that. I value life. So texting and driving is minimal, if at all, ever. My preference is to have somebody in the car with me so when I get a text, somebody else can do it. Otherwise, I'm looking for a parking lot. Or I'm talking to my phone and wondering what in the world my phone is going to type back to the person. If you ever get a text from me and it sounds like it came from another planet, it's probably because I tried to text and drive by talking to my phone when you texted me. So don't be surprised. That's just the way it works. They haven't quite caught up to that technology of of speaking and actually typing. Sometimes I wonder if my phone has its own opinion and doesn't like what I said, so it kind of alters and Wait, it does do that. We know that, don't we? Certain forms of social media, they will alter what you say or just simply remove them. I took a screenshot today. 9.8 million instances of misinformation or terrorism were removed from Facebook this month. Wow, I didn't realize we had that many terrorists who use social media as a platform, as a tool to do their work. That's, that's amazing. And yet, it's also really easy to imagine that uh, I don't like what you say, so I'm going to bully what you say by calling it, that's offensive. I don't like it, therefore it's offensive, therefore I need to shut you up. Oh yeah, it happens. You know it happens. It happens in your conversations. It happens in your workplace. It probably happens in your home if you're not careful. I, it looks like this when you have teenagers. La, 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 la. I'm not listening to you, right? Okay, maybe toddlers. Maybe teenagers who act like toddlers. Yeah, they, they all kind of do that at some point. If that's the best you can do to resist an opinion that you don't like, la, 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 it is. But what I really suggest is that you become more firm on your own opinions with some good substantial evidence, with some experience and some wisdom and some knowledge and some education. Grab a book or 12, 
read up on why people come to the conclusions they have, and make sure that your, your opinions that counter their opinions are solid, not just the feelers that you have today. Because trust me, emotions are more fickle than your average teenager. They will change on you day by day, minute by minute. If that's what you're deciding should make the decisions in your life, you're in trouble. You better have some core values that are based on some firm foundations. And then don't let somebody else's feelings bully your opinions, your ideas, your firm foundations of core values. Make sure they're solid. As a leader, don't be bullying people with your opinions. And don't let their feelings bully yours either. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.